0: Here comes the bride.
1: Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat.
0: Hi, Julie. How are you today?
1: I'm well, thanks. How about you?
0: It's podcast day.
1: Hooray, our favorite day of the week.
0: It is indeed.
1: Whatever day you're listening on, this is our favorite (laughs) day, the day you tune in. (laughs) Whenever you're tuning
0: in, That's right. So glad
1: to have you back after, um, no, I guess it's only been one week since uh Yeah, since it's it, been this here. Summer, the
0: summer that we've really kind of spaced the parables out with using all of our pastoral yeah. staff, so so yeah, I'm having to share a little bit. So. Yeah,
1: well, good for you. You but must to have...
0: Oh, I, I love this, <laughs> uh, seeing each of the staff yeah. preach and the, uh, just the way that they bring out different points, and mm-hmm. uh, Trevor you know, a week or two ago, just did a great job on the gold coins, yes. and Renee poured water over a house on sand, and yep. it's just really some great, great ways to remember, you know?
1: Yeah, I love these stories, because they're uh, kind of like, it's almost mm-hmm. like the Reader's Digest version, it's like to the point, yeah. and, uh, but there's lots to think about in the background. Oh, that's too. a good way to mm-hmm. put it.
0: Well, and so we're talking about uh, a wedding.
1: Yes.
0: And, uh, Weddings, I, I was thinking, uh, s- somebody asked me how many weddings have I done oh. in 48 years of ministry. I honestly, I have no idea. It's got to Countless, be... Countless, I would bet. Well, it's just got to be scores and scores and scores of weddings yeah. that I've done.
1: Well, even if you did one or two a year, that would be like yeah. somewhere between 40 and 80. That's a lot of weddings.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and... Um, I'm sure there's people that could come up to me and say you did our wedding and I wouldn't remember. Uh-oh. <laughs> so so I mean it's I mean 48 years ago. So but on the same token, I've had some memorable weddings. Yes. You know.
1: Probably I, your own would probably rank pretty high. I, that's probably yeah. at the
0: top of the of the list. Yep. We we toasted with uh, paper cups and punch. Oh, very so nice. So we were yeah. yeah, we were living it up. Yeah. Did and, you ever
1: hear the story of our wedding where we got uh, uh, stranded at the side of the road? Oh, my gosh. I ever tell you that? No. So um, at our wedding, we rented a limo, and we went to the <laughs> Botanical Gardens, and we had our photos taken. Yeah. So we hopped back in <laughs> to go to our reception, and uh, we got in the limo, and we're like, "Woo, it's hot in here. And um, we said, hey, hey uh, driver, can you turn, uh, turn up the A.C.? And he said, sorry, I can't. Uh, Nothing electronical is working in the vehicle. Oh, my goodness. And we went, oh. So we're like melting, right? Because I've got like the poofy dress and we're like packed in there. And we said, can you like crack the windows? And he said, no, they're like, they're electronic. (laughs) I can't (laughs) even crack the windows. And we're like, oh, man. Okay. So we're like, well, get us there quickly. So he starts driving and all of a sudden the limo went. Oh,
0: mercy. And
1: stopped. And nothing worked. He couldn't get it to turn over. Nothing worked.
0: Oh, mercy. So
1: we hopped out and we were stranded and it was right beside a bus stop at the <laughs> side of the road in Niagara Falls, <laughs> still trying to get to our reception. So thankfully, my parents had driven in their van and they um, had the buckets of flowers for everybody's yeah. bouquets. Yeah, so they pulled over, and <laughs> I. Now this is illegal, so don't tell anyone. I hopped in the front, and all of the guys kind of squatted in the back yeah. and like sat around yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. And um, our photographer, who we didn't really know, but was very nice, um, all the girls, some of the girls piled into their. Did car. you get some
0: pictures of that? Oh yes. Oh, that's cool. And
1: so I showed up to my reception, in my
0: parents' van. Yeah. Sweating.
1: Oh, well, it was okay. It was all right because uh, they were able to turn the AC on, thankfully. Well, so. I, hope, I
0: hope you get a discount oh, on that limo there. Oh,
1: man. Oh, that's a story for another podcast. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, I've had weddings where um, uh, the the different themes, uh, oh, yeah. country, western theme. I've had the elaborate uh Fairy princess theme. Yep. I oh my goodness, it's it's been fascinating uh, how weddings have changed through the years. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the job. I love doing weddings. Oh nice. Yeah yeah. And um, and so uh, it's it's fun. I've done weddings where I had married um, the mom and dad, and now the kids were getting Aww, married, and nice. have have married uh, the kids. So you know. That's that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so this story, um, man, weddings were different back then.
1: It sounds like it. I find this very fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, weddings back in these days, uh, Bible days, um, it was an event, no doubt about it. Yeah. it. it was all about family. It was all about all those kind of things. Did they a... celebrate
1: over several days? Is that right? They or am they, I
0: celebrated, wrong? they celebrated. They um, celebrated those who could afford it would celebrate more than one day yeah but there was always the wedding day which was a feast day yeah. didn't matter how rich or poor you were and and so uh that was kind of cool and so here's what they would do they didn't have graven invitations back then okay so you would invite family and friends and they would know basically the day and they probably figured it was at night uh, yep. that that happened more times than not because everybody's working in the field during the day. Yep. but but they they didn't know the time. Ah, do you know why?
1: No, why? Tell me. Yeah,
0: so they didn't know the time because the groom and his party would go to the bride's house, and there they would uh, have a conversation with the dad, and dad and the groom both agreed how beautiful the bride was and how wonderful it would be to uh, be able to um, uh, be married to her and so forth. But they would, (laughs) they would haggle on, Ah. on the dowry. (laughs) And so, so, so yes, that's my beautiful bride over there, but I want to get into this thing as cheap as I can, you know. And so they would haggle over dowry, and then, and then the groom also had gifts for the family. Yeah. And so this was not something you could do in five minutes. It was hours and hours, because there would be some entertaining on the wife's family's part. Okay. You know? And so... Um,
1: like, why didn't they have this all sorted out beforehand?
0: I don't know. How's that for an answer?
1: Okay, that's a good answer. Yeah.
0: Truthful. So, um, but that's what they did. I guess they saved all the haggling for the wedding and and just kind of condensed just everything. The custom, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, the custom. And so, um, so, so, so then you had, you had bridesmaids. Okay, yeah. And they were a little different than what bridesmaids are today, you know. Yeah. And so a bridesmaid today is in the wedding party and and helps the bride get in, you know, all yep. that. Well, a bridesmaid back then, they, they were kind of a part of the wedding party, but, but they would dress very ornately, and they had these beautiful um, lamps mm-hmm. that were very ornate, and uh, they were not small. They weren't, they, they, it would take a hand, you know, the, a couple of hands to hold because they had to put a really good light out okay because the bridesmaids job when the wedding party when the groom and the bride came was to line both sides of the street and and it's it's nighttime yeah and so they didn't have city you know lights and stuff so they they would have these lamps up on high and they literally paved the way to give light for the for the roadway or the path that they were taking to go to the groom's house because the groom's house is where um, really basically happy. the ceremony mm, would be okay. and the feast and the honeymoon. Mm, yeah. At the groom's house. So. Um,
1: and these were friends of the bride as well, like, yeah, like usually, it is today, yeah. Yeah, okay. usually,
0: you know, uh, family and friends. Mm-hmm. And so the bridesmaids, they didn't know when this was happening either. And so you could imagine they would be all dressed up and no place Just to, to go, go, you know. Yeah. And, and so they'd be waiting and they'd be listening. And somebody might say, oh, here they come, here they come. And everybody would jump up and get, yeah. their, get their lamps ready. Right. Oh, that's oh, they're, they're, not them. And so it, it was just like that. Yeah. And, in fact, it could be late at night before the party begins. And so in our story here, they got sleepy and mm-hmm. dozed off. And with nothing wrong with that. But, but the problem is Jesus tells this story about ten bridesmaids five who were foolish. Ah. Have we heard that word lately? I think probably
1: every week. I was thinking about that as I was um, hearing the message and reading over your notes, and I thought to myself, oh, these guys are foolish. There's the foolish man and the wise man building their house, Um, the unforgiving servant. Jesus referred to him as foolish, Mm -hmm. and Pastor Trevor last week. Yeah.
0: where where he was talking about this this idea of the uh, the rich fool the rich fool pouring, that was it. pouring down his pulling down his barns yeah. and putting up and big ones
1: w- one could argue the prodigal son behaved a bit oh foolishly
0: absolutely yeah yeah
1: so that's interesting that we
0: mm-hmm.
1: keep keep coming back to that word kind of a
0: common theme because yeah. I, when we were choosing these parables uh, in our preaching team meeting yep uh, we weren't looking for oh that says fool let's use yeah. that one. Let's teach, um, yeah. That has come out uh, just, um, you know, I, I think sometimes people uh, think of Jesus as, uh, uh, as kind of effeminate and, and, yep. and kind of uh, a soft voice. Oh, love,
1: love, love. Love,
0: love, 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 love. Yep. And, um, and yet Jesus, Jesus could be very direct. Mm-hmm. He was very direct with the religious leaders, yes. which, which is who this story is going out to. And so um, he was very direct, but he was always kind. Yes. You know, he he didn't cuss them out. He didn't get physical with them. but he was very direct. Mm -hmm. And so these parables have struck me just how forthright Jesus was in the telling of truth and the importance of it.
1: Yep. And he was very, it seemed very like hmm like you said direct I'm trying to think of another word that he's like I'm gonna tell you just just tell you how it is tell
0: you how it is yeah
1: like with not as much sugar coating as I think we think he did
0: most definitely there was not the sugar coating the story is kind of the sugar coating it yeah. helps them to understand what that was about but the fact is he was calling he was calling them foolish yeah you know uh we'll talk about that word in a minute but But uh, it's a fascinating story. So you have these 10 bridesmaids, and they're waiting for the bridegroom, and they fall asleep. And sure enough, the bride, uh, the groom, and the bride are coming, and they jump up, and there's five of them. Who knew they had to add oil to their lamp, but had waited and waited and waited. Yep. And so they asked the other five for some of their oil, but these five had planned. They knew more than likely it was going to be late at night. Yeah. And so they carried extra oil, you know, a flask yeah. or something with them.
1: I see, nobody stocked up already. And yeah.
0: yeah, they they had already gone to Walmart and got their olive yeah. oil, and they were ready to go. And yep. so these guys had to go find a twenty-four hour store somewhere. I know. <laughs> And get some, pay twice as much yeah and pay twice <laughs> as much um and so they um so they went to look for oil and the party comes and they
1: oh what a bummer
0: yeah they spread their light and they go with the party and they get to the groom's house and they go inside the gate and they shut the door and jewish custom was once that door was shut they weren't being unkind. This was the custom. Once that door was shut, once everybody who was coming to the wedding party was there, they closed the door, they closed the gate. And um, obviously, that was to keep robbers out. That okay. was to keep, you know, that type of thing. So they closed that gate, and nobody, period, nobody could come in after that. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's interesting.
0: It is interesting. And and so these five come back, they're knocking on the door, and, and they had their oil, and unfortunately too they little, just too too late. Too yeah. little too late. Wow. So uh, the other five, the first five, you know, they waited, they were prepared, they they waited with purpose and yep. and they knew their duty, they were excited for their part in the wedding and they were watchful mm-hmm. for the groom and watched,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: and in fact that's what the two words go together. They they weren't just merely looking, they were prepared
1: mm-hmm. for the groom
0: to come. That was part of watching. Yeah. Do we not teach our kids the same thing? Yes. Do we not teach our kids that when they have a job to do that they need to be sure they do it right and they yep. need to be prepared? for uh when mom or dad's coming back and for that oh, to oh yeah done, right? my
1: kids uh, so my kids are old enough to stay alone mm-hmm. so they'll often stay alone a bit during the day when sure. I come to work and I often do leave them a small list and yeah. I say well here's your list you know unload the dishwasher put your laundry away this that and the other thing and mm-hmm. have it done before I get home
0: yep how are they with that
1: if I'm very clear, <laughs> not bad. There have been times when I've come home and said, what did you do all day? Because it wasn't the list I left you. Mm-hmm. But um, more often than not, they're, they're all right.
0: <laughs> well, I gave a story yesterday when I was a kid. I must have been about 10 or 11. Uh, Dad asked me to mow the yard that yeah. day and have it done before he got home. Mm-hmm. And he left 8, 8.30 in the morning. And I knew he wouldn't be back until 5, 5.30. And so I was getting ready to mow the yard. My friends came over and and they said, "Hey, let's go, let's go play yeah. ball."
1: Well,
0: I can't, guys. I got to mow the yard. Well, when's your dad coming back? Well, about five thirty.
1: Oh, well, you got lots of time. You've
0: got lots of time. Yeah. Let's go play ball. So we went out and we played baseball for a couple hours. Well, by then it's lunchtime. Yeah. And so we took turns going to people's, you know, our friends' yeah. homes, and then we would raid the refrigerator, make sandwiches and chips yeah. and stuff. And so afterwards I said, "Guys, got to go. Yep, I got to get that done." Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, we're we're going to we're going to ride our bikes and we've got new baseball cards and they're, you know, you just put them in the back uh, wheel and it would sound like a motorcycle." Yeah. Very important. Very cool. And so we would uh, so I said, "Okay, okay. So we went riding for a couple hours." And by then you come back and you got to have something cold to drink. Yes. So you go to somebody's house and you get something cold to drink yep. and you rest. And then I said, I got to go mow the yard. And they said, well, we're going to play basketball. And I said, well, I, I, okay. A couple hoops, yeah. So that day I started mowing the yard about 5.15. Yeah.
1: Cutting it close.
0: And um, I love my dad. Yeah. And was always glad he came home at night, except that night. <laughs>
1: You were hoping for a flat tire. I was
0: hoping he had a flat tire. (laughs) I was hoping somebody needed to talk to him. I was hoping that he went to the store. I heard the car coming up the street, and I was not happy to see my dad because I knew he was not going to be happy with me. You know? Yep. I had not prepared. And instead of the smell of (laughs) fresh-cut grass, there there was... um, there was just this heaviness in the air <laughs> of, yep. of uh, I was in trouble. Yeah. And it's because I didn't prepare. Yeah. It was nobody's fault. It was my fault. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what Jesus is trying to accomplish in this story is the idea is that he is going to come again. Yes. And so as in our story, uh, these five foolish bridesmaids, they thought they had plenty of time to get prepared. Yeah. For the groom to come and. And and they just didn't take, I think the second thing, they just didn't take the responsibility seriously. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like, eh, ah, sure, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. And so I think as Christians, uh, followers of Jesus, we tend to do the same thing. Yeah. To be watchful was an interesting word. It, it meant to remain awake because of the need to continue to be alert. Mm. And... I think today uh, the church the church in general um, is missed out on this point I think we've been asleep yeah. I think we have been lulled by our culture into spiritually being asleep and yeah okay Jesus is coming back but he said that for 2,000 years yeah. and, and one
1: I, day it'll happen but I, probably one day you know. but I probably
0: got plenty of time yeah and I, I think we get lulled into putting off mm-hmm. what, Uh, the kingdom work that Jesus wants us to do or the transformation work in our life that Jesus wants us to become and we put it off and we put it off and I think coming out of COVID if I can be direct I think coming out of COVID it's been easy to say I I know the kingdom's important I I I get it I I I get this idea of um of my spiritual life, I, mm-hmm. I I get all of that. I, I I just my discipleship. I yeah, that's important. Service. Oh yes, it takes a lot of time, but yes, that's important. And body life at church and seeing those things. Well, that's nice, but I, I just coming out of COVID. I I, I just want to put that on hold. Yeah. I just I I just want to hit the snooze button. I, mm-hmm. I I'm I. I that's okay isn't it you know and so i think we need to let jesus answer that question and Mm. so jesus is it okay is it okay for us to to be like the five bridesmaids and just put everything on hold and hope for the best you know and jesus answered there in the last verse of the story so you too must keep watch for you do not know the day or the hour of my return
1: that must have been so confusing for the people listening. Because yeah, because Jesus left hadn't yet. even left yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Boy. And and but Jesus is doing some really heart to heart teaching here, and mm. none of us are perfect, right? No. And um and and COVID coming out of COVID, it it is. It's been an exhausting time. It's been a, a tough time. Yeah. And I think I think it's easy to say, well. You know, next month I'll start serving the Lord. Yep. Or, you know, next month I'm going to get back to praying and and spending some time reading the Word. Next month we're going to start back to church. Yeah. You know, you know, at the end of summer, at the end of summer. Yep. When, when school starts again. When school starts again, yep. we're we're going to get the kids in the programming, and and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pay more attention to. Yeah. It. And so I I get that. I, I think it's easy to be lulled into borrowing from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we borrow from tomorrow. We make plans that really, we, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. All we have is right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know So I, I think it's important those five bridesmaids who were prepared yes, they took it serious. They saw the joy and the celebration. Of being there for the groom, mm-hmm. and I think this is a great lesson for us in these days, that there is a joy that comes from waiting for the groom, you know, to come. Jesus, waiting yeah. for Jesus to come, and waiting for, um, waiting for His return. There's a joy. There's a, there's a celebration that's coming. It's not here yet, and we we want to be prepared for it, and we want. We want to be prepared and help others to prepare for it, right? And um, I think there's a great lesson here for us, just not to let down our guard, but to be watchful. Yeah. You know?
1: Do you think the other, the sleepy bridesmaids, do you think they were just counting on the other ones to share?
0: Ah, that's a great question. Uh, And
1: should they have shared?
0: There was nothing wrong with them taking a nap, you know? For either one of for either group, and um, but, but it they was,
1: should have filled up their lamps first. It
0: was presumptuous to think, well, the other girls will share with us, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because they didn't exactly know how much oil those girls had, you know. Yeah. Or maybe they were depending on. Well, I see they got an extra flask. I should be able to get some off of them. I, I think it was a lazy way to look at it. Yeah. I, I think that they were counting on somebody else's preparation to carry them.
1: Yeah. Ah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So I, I think that the lesson is that God wants us to be prepared in our own life, in our own way, um, and not to depend on others to, who are prepared to prepare us. Yeah. That that's not that wasn't the other five's job. It was their job to be prepared. Mm-hmm. It was their job to have the oil and, and be ready to go. So I, I think it's a good word as we close out this mm-hmm. story. I think it's a good word that Jesus is going to return. It's imminent. Mm-hmm. Don't know when, but we want to be prepared. We want to be found faithful. We want to be found ready to celebrate. And we want to be we want to be busy in his kingdom. Because that's really all that matters in eternity, mm-hmm. and so a good word for us today, I think.
1: Yeah, thank you, Pat. That is a good. that's a good word. A lot to think about um, mm-hmm. as we continue on the rest of the week. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, if you have any questions, um, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com or if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions i'd love to hear from you as well my name or my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com and if you enjoyed this um, episode please feel welcome to please. share it yes we would love for you to do that um and yeah we will look forward to connecting with you again next week See thanks you for next tuning next time in. bye
0: bye